It's the e-commerce master plan podcast here to help you solve your marketing problems and grow your e-commerce business. Cutting through the hype to bring you inspiration and advice from the e-commerce sector and beyond. Here's your host, Chloe Thomas. Hello and welcome to this episode of the e-commerce master plan podcast. I'm Chloe Thomas, the creator and host of this award-winning show, and it's my aim in every episode to help you find ways to improve your e-commerce business. So thank you very much for tuning in, and I would love to know how the show helps you. You can let me know via social media by using the hashtag ecommasterplan. So that's E-C-O-M masterplan. In today's episode, we're catching up for the third time with Simon from UXB Skincare. Way back in January, episode 255, we started our journey with Simon, finding out about his business and his plans for 2020. Then in May, episode 273, he came back on the show. So we got to find out how Q1 had gone and his plans for Q2, which weren't as disrupted as you might think with all that's been going on in the world recently. Well, today he's back to talk about how it's continuing to go, how the summer's treating him. We're also talking about email marketing, Facebook ads, business seasonality, and his plans for Q4. Before we catch up with Simon, though, please do check out the sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform for email and SMS messaging. Whether you're launching your e-commerce business or taking your brand to the next level, Klaviyo gives you the tools to get growing faster. That's why it's trusted by over 38,000 e-commerce brands. Build your contact lists and emails that pop and create marketing moments that build valuable customer relationships over any distance. Get started for free today. Visit klaviyo.com slash masterplan to create your free account. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. Shopware is a leading e-commerce system used by some of the largest European brands, retailers and manufacturers across both B2C and B2B industries. As a trend-setting open source solution, Shopware gives retailers the freedom to quickly and easily realise their growth potential with more flexibility and less complexity. Visit shopware.com to check out the new Shopware cloud solutions and discover the easiest way into e-commerce. Craft the perfect customer experience and unleash your growth. And now to introduce today's special guest. Simon Driscoll is the founder and sole person at UXB Skincare, a business he founded in 2018 with a mission to develop affordable skincare products that really make a difference to customers' skin. The business runs on a Shopify store and mostly sells to the UK. Hello, Simon. Hi, Chloe. Thanks for having me back again. Yeah, it's great to catch up with you. Um, how, how are you? Yeah, good. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm ticking along. Thank you very much for asking. Excellent. Well, that how how you're ticking along is the whole point of you being here. So, um, so how has Q2 gone? Because last time we caught up, Q2 was just starting, wasn't it? Yeah. So it's been up ticks and down ticks uh, in my ticking alongness. The um, summer is, in my limited experience, a bit of a weird one for for skincare. So I think this time last year I was doing markets and um, I just remember it being very, very slow during the summer. So um, I did did a few markets in some quite affluent places um, in London where I would have thought I would have made a killing but you know sold a bar of soap in a day that kind of thing 
Um, so the sales have slowed down. Um, so I, I decided to do a little bit of a summer sale. Um, so I've got like an up to 40% off sale on at the moment. And, um, it just got me thinking about like how much I don't know about the kind of cadence of the, the skincare industry. Cause it, like I was doing markets last year. I don't, I don't know kind of, I don't have enough experience quite yet to work out um, what to do, what parts of the year to kind of buoy up the traffic. So that's why I'm kind of, I'm kind of looking around now to see how, what other people are doing. So I've got the sale idea from another retailer um, and then I obviously know that Christmas is is a biggie because it was last year when I was doing markets. So um, I was it's just got me thinking about what other what other times of year I need to kind of prepare for. So beyond Christmas, I'm guessing January is is kind of like a New Year type thing. Um, I, I need to find out kind of when to do product launches to be most effective. That kind of thing. So that's a kind of thinking i've been doing because i kind of i know i know summer's going to slow down every year i know christmas and autumn is going to be big i know people's skin changes when when winter goes into spring so i've just got to plan the business around that and plan the kind of tactics and promotions that i that i run around that so that's what i've been kind of thinking about it's such a such a crucial part of any business, e-commerce or not, is working out what that seasonality is, and you know then you can work out because because everything else starts to fit around it down to when you take a week off, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even that comes into it's like right if Christmas is going to be big, I'll work November and December, but if I know the summer's quiet, brilliant, I'll take a couple of weeks off in the summer. So it's. It, and it feeds into uh, you know not just what marketing messages you need you need each time. It then feeds into the t- decision of how much do we give away to try and maintain sales levels, hmm. or do we allow the sales levels to dip, keep our margin, yeah, in order to be later? Because one of the things I think with your business it that it, that kind of feeds into this or needs to feed into the seasonality is when you manufacture, because you are your sole manufacturer, so you have a limited supply each year, for example. So it's how much margin you're willing to give away on that to maintain, and which which leads you into, right, so in the summer, should we not discount but produce stock ready for Christmas? So in Christmas, we can focus on dispatch customer service marketing rather than production. Is that something you've been weighing up? It is, because um, I, I make the, – the, the, they're not – they are small batches, um, but but they're not that small. Um, so, but it is natural ingredients as well. So, so the, the fresher I make it, the, the kind of better the product. Um, the quicker I sell it, the better the pro- product. So, I don't want to, I don't want to make massive batches. I kind of, I do want to keep it to the kind of when I make a, a cleanser, for example, I make twenty liters of cleanser. Um, so, you know, it's it's a hundred mil bottles. Um, of one type of cleanser and I've got four cleansers. So um, I, I, I'm trying to balance that kind of keeping the product turning over in order to get the best product out there. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it is a balancing act between giving away too much margin and having enough product for Christmas. But I, I do want, I do want to kind of start a fresh 
like soon, I want to start making the kind of batches that will be ready for for Christmas. Yeah, because that there'll be a point at which you can, you know, it's, it's like to start in January creating stock for Christmas probably means you're going to end up with cleanser that doesn't smell, yeah, <laughs> and doesn't doesn't do its job. But but there's a point where you can make it, and it's still going to have that longevity when it gets given on Christmas Day. Yeah. It's, I mean, there's 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 a lot of moving parts in in, in this when you manufacture yourself. I, I do use some software that that kind of keeps track of my inventory, and, and and Shopify to a certain extent keeps track of your inventory. But it is is definitely a balancing act because um, the, 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 these things have expiry dates on them, so I can't make them and keep them forever. Um, uh, it's not a, plas- a bit of plastic. It's um it's it's equivalent to kind of food stuff really. Um, so yeah, no, it is is a balancing act. So I'm going to shift as much as I can and then make some stuff for Christmas um, very soon, probably. And then, yeah. Which I suppose gives you the opportunity of almost justifying your discounts based on um, these ones are going past their peak or something. So so it's not just we're doing a discount for the hell of it. Because I always think it gives a better brand perception to a customer if you can do a... um, the reason we're discounting is okay, yeah. You know we're we're overstocked in this this line, and we want you to have it before it goes past its peak beautifulness. So we're discounting this one by forty percent this week. The only reason we discount is because we want you to have the freshest possible product or something like that. Yeah, or like end of line stuff. Um, there there is some a few things I'm thinking of discontinuing. Um, I mean, you can't keep everything forever. I, I understand that. So, yeah, um, uh, that's a that's a good that's a good plan. I haven't really communicated why I'm, I'm doing a, a summer sale. Um, it just says forty percent off. It seems to be working though. The, the sales have ticked up, um, getting a bit more traffic off off Facebook because of it. So, yeah, it's um, that's that's kind of what I've been doing tactically. Um, I think the last thing I, I mentioned on the podcast was. Um, I, I, and I think this is this is a good thing to be to be doing. Is I was going to develop some kind of quiz so that people, a kind of skincare analysis. You say like I got these conditions. My skin is a bit like this. This my, my pores look like this. And then I was going to have some kind of skincare analysis followed up by a bunch of a sequence of emails. So that's nearly ready. And I don't know when. So hopefully that'll be there when this podcast goes out um so i've been doing that and and mucking about with clavio and and just amazed by the power of clavio um so i'm using lots of custom properties and if else bits of content to to personalize the emails and you can do so much with that um so um i've been working on that partly because i think it gives me a bit of credibility so people will go through a sequence of emails that will guide them through to pick the best skincare for their skin a complete diagnosis so like four emails in they'll believe that i know what i'm doing hopefully um and i'll have a nice email list that's uh, infinitely segmentable so i'll have all the people who've got oily skin i've got all the people who've got dry skin you know people with scarring all that all that kind of stuff so i'm, I'm kind of excited about that um and it kind of protects me i think um against the the advertising costs which i have a feeling that q4 is going to be a bit brutal for advertising um i have a feeling that that there's going to be a lot more online competition this christmas so 
and building up that email list. But that's kind of another one of those things, which the seasonality of the business, when you've got those quiet times, some people just just spend it going, oh my God, we're not getting orders. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? And it's like, well, actually, the reason you're not getting any orders at the moment is because the customers don't really want to buy. So you can do a bit to in, to keep them ticking through. You know, you put the sale up, you tweak the ads a bit, but actually you should be spending your time on things which will deliver in the future. And the email sequence is a no-brainer for, for something which which is just going to deliver whilst you're November and December going, oh my God, I've got no time to do anything. What's going on? Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, Hopefully, I mean, I've got like, I think I've got, I did a competition as well. I gave away like a kilo of soap. Um, so I've got like, a, I think about 3,000 people on my list at the moment. Um, and I, I'm feeding them information rather than, offers I'll, I'll obviously tell them about the sale and everything but um i have to i have to get better at using that list um to 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 make to make sales off the, off off the back end um of because i'm going to be spending money to promote this to get people on this list um so i need i need to be making money back out of them as well so really looking forward to that it's going to be exciting to see that when it goes live. So I, I shall be asking you questions about that next time we catch up. But you mentioned um, Facebook ads and the the complexity of what on earth is going to happen this Q4 where, well, I think, think you're completely right to be questioning it because we've got the Clavio um, thought leaders are suggesting that a cyber weekend 2020 is going to be bigger than everyone was predicting Cyber Weekend 2021 was going to be. It takes a moment to get your head around that. But once you do, that that kind of is, is amazing. And just before coming on to record this with you, someone on LinkedIn's posted um, a stat from a report. And sorry, guys, I am uh, as someone who's a professional who trained as a historian. I am terrible for footnotes. So you're just going to live without a footnote on this one. But the 85,000 retailers have gone online this year because of the pandemic. And that's just mind boggling to try and work out what that's going to do to us all. Yeah. Absolutely mind boggling. And and there's been like people pulled budget um, in July off of Facebook. Um, They'll be putting that back in, I'm sure. There's loads. I mean, people don't seem to be. Um, they seem to have a little bit of extra income that I don't. I don't see people um, going back to to big big shops when when it's going to be rammed. So um, I, it's going to be. Um, I have a feeling it's going to be really really competitive, and you've got to have that little advantage of you know a customer list. The other thing which I you know the other factor which I find quite hard to figure into this is I know retailers who have. A bit like yourself, they have a limited production capacity. They have a limited supply chain. And since, you know, we saw those 400% up, 700% up numbers coming in from people, you know, back in March, April time, well, for most of them, that hasn't dropped off. They're still sitting at double last year. You know, for them, the the challenge for this coming autumn is how do we make it to December 25th with stock? So for them, it's looking at their highest return marketing methods, and many of them will be spending less on the advertising platforms because there's no point because they can't service the orders, which is a, it's a whole mind boggle. It really is. Well, I mean, we, we yeah, we can't tell what's going to happen really, but um, belt and braces. Uh, I'm putting together my my gift 
bundles for Christmas anyway. So that's why I'm kind of working on on now is um, trying to trying to because I didn't I didn't do anything last year really um, at the market. So basically bundled together soaps and soap trays and kind of sold loads and loads of those. But I want to put together a, a bigger higher value gift bundle for, for this year um the one that will hopefully go through as a small package via royal mail uh, <laughs> yeah get the sizing right <laughs> I, I i think i think i have got the sizing right but i'm not exactly sure i've ordered some lovely boxes with the uh, magnetic clasps and stuff i think i think oh, cool. they're they're small package but um yeah so it's it's kind of uh, it's that Christmas in July thing, isn't it? You've got to, you've got to prepare now for for Christmas. Yeah, and, and I think you're you're ahead of many of the people who will be advertising on Facebook this autumn because you're already thinking about what's going to happen to my clicks and what are my backups for if those clicks go go wrong. Because what I'm what I've been telling people is to go into this Q4, you need to have you need to know what your levers are. You know, what you're going to do if the sales slump or if the ad cost, if you can't get money, get sales from that source, what's the next thing you do? Or if you want to up sales, where do you go? Or if you've got too many sales, what do you turn off? So rather than going, oh my God, what do I do? You've already worked out in this quieter period. That's option one, option two, option three. These are my levers, this is how I pull it. And, and it's not turn off Google ads, it's turn off this campaign in Google ads. So it's got to be quite drilled down, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I'm going to have to think up a, a little bit of an advertising strategy for um, for Facebook. Um, I haven't I haven't done any new creative recently for Facebook, apart from the the kind of sale um, the sale that I've just launched. But um, I'll do some thinking about how how to approach um, the messaging um, this Christmas um, and, and what kind of audiences I'm looking for. Um, hopefully my my pixel is well seasoned now, um, because of the traffic I'm driving over the over the past few months. So hopefully I can find some nice audiences or buy my buy my nice natural skincare. And have you got um, the Clavio Facebook ad audiences integration hooked up as well? Yeah, I've got a, I've got a one percent audience running off of my email list, um, a lookalike audience. Um, uh, and that sends, seems to work quite well. Um, but sort of broad audiences, so like women uh, 24 to 50 into skincare works just as well. Um, so Facebook's getting cleverer. The more the more data you seem to feed it, the, the cleverer it, it seems to get. Um, it's just the, um, the the cost per click, I think, is, is uh, going to go up drastically. That's my feeling. Um I think it's inevitable, isn't it? If you if you also look at the number of people who launch businesses for the first time who right now don't really know what they're doing on Facebook ads but are quickly upskilling themselves, it's going to be a place for us to be clever if we want to to succeed with it. Yeah, hopefully I've got a little bit of a head start on 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 that because I'll have a seasoned pixel, I'll have you know these custom audiences that I can I can use. So that'll be um not to make it too much of a kind of competition but it, but it is an auction at the end of the day facebook is not, is an auction so um you, you need to have everything you you can have in order to succeed so yeah um that's kind of what i'm doing and then working on a, a, at the moment working on a few new products as well just because i think you do need to have a cadence of newness um just just because my my range isn't 
full my line isn't full it is an extended width way so i don't have a moisturizer i don't have anything to do with hair so working on those at the moment while i've got another bit of a quiet period uh hopefully it, it takes a few months to get new skincare through testing and stuff um and and all the packaging sorted and, and stuff like that so hopefully new year i should have a couple of more more products coming out excellent so some newness with the bundles for the q4 period and then newness with completely new product lines in new categories for the new year hopefully and and, and that newness is is you know it does a couple of things for me it's it's a it's a reason to advertise it's a reason to go after new pr um and that kind of thing so it's not it's not just newness for newness's sake it's um it's i'll, I'll have more of a, a fuller range i'll be able to shout about it and go to the press and just say just release this brand new moisturizer or hair uh, um, the shampoo um so yeah i think i enjoy making new products to be honest i, I really am fascinated by the ingredients so um it's it's no chore for me that's another thing with seasonality is is allowing yourself when it's a bit quieter to do the bits you enjoy in the business. Because certain times of the year, I bet you don't have any time for, for new products at all. No, no. So the, t- the two things I really do enjoy are the kind of techie, kind of Clavio um, segmentation type of stuff and new product development. So yeah, I've been filling my boots while I can, while I'm, while I'm not uh, locked to a, in a shed doing uh, fulfillment. Um, hopefully this christmas <laughs> so yeah but, it, but there is all that always that joy with the fulfillment piece isn't there there goes some more money there goes some more money <laughs> yeah uh, and i i really do i, I do enjoy it and I, I do i do enjoy seeing the reviews come back in as well um so i do offer a little bit of a discount for every review that i receive and i i, I pretty much i'm getting 80 percent of my products get a review and 80 percent of my um orders get a review um so I'm, the, the orders that the reviews are stacking up and i've i've changed my home page now to have my reviews circling through i've changed my home page a little bit to make it a bit more uh, personable as well so it's got a picture of me on the front page and kind of a little bit about our ethos because um, the, the feedback from a few people has been that it was a bit too product heavy and a bit too faceless so yeah so i've done that as well um so hopefully that that will help. Um, so people will be buying from the little guys um, this Christmas. Simon, did you say eighty percent of your orders lead to a review? Yeah. Oh my god! So there's an awful lot of people listening who are going, "How? How? How do you achieve that?" Because I know a lot of businesses struggle to get one for every ten orders, let alone eight for every ten orders. So have you got any tips for those listening who want to up theirs? So I use um, Judge dot me um for my um reviews so they automatically send uh something out but um i i, I give a, a three pound discount on the next order for a, for a review um you've got to have good products i think as well <laughs> um and every order that goes out i was talking about this last time every order that goes out um if, if it's above a certain value, I put a, a free thing in there. If it's every every single order that goes out gets a little note for me, um, thanking them for the order and um, asking for a review and um, giving them a little bit of a, um, usage instructions or how to get the most out of the product. Um, so 
I, I think it's just being kind of honest. They know it's coming from me. I sign every order. I put a little note in. I don't think it scales, but when when you're small, I think it's it's um, it's easier to get those reviews. Um, I sell on Amazon as well, and I fulfil myself um, for Amazon orders. And I used to do the same. I'm not sure if it's against the terms of service. It might be. Um, I don't do this anymore. But I used to put in a like a printed sheet, thanking them, telling them I was a small business, and asking for the review. And I used to get a, a, loads of reviews just just by asking, really. Um, so I think that the, the combination of a good product, asking for the review, giving them a discount if they do do the review, um, it is working for me. E-commerce master plan is supported by some of the greatest companies in the e-commerce sector. Here's a reminder of who they are. It's safe to say that most of us have been doing more shopping online lately. And if you're an e-commerce brand, that means you might be seeing more first-time customers. But once they've made that first purchase, how do you keep them coming back? Well, that's what Klaviyo is for. Klaviyo is the ultimate email and SMS marketing platform for e-commerce brands. It gives you the tools to build your contact lists, send memorable emails, automate key messages and more. Way, way more. Whether you're launching a new business or taking your brand to the next level, Klaviyo can help you get growing faster. And it's free to get started. Visit klaviyo.com slash masterplan to create your free account. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. Shopware is a leading e-commerce system used by some of the largest European brands, retailers and manufacturers across both B2C and B2B industries. As a trend-setting open source solution, Shopware gives retailers the freedom to quickly and easily realise their growth potential with more flexibility and less complexity. Visit shopware.com to check out the new Shopware cloud solutions and discover the easiest way into e-commerce. Craft the perfect customer experience and unleash your growth. It's time for the top tips round. Okay, Simon, yet again, I'm going to make you do the top tips round. Um, so, <laughs> I, hope, I hope you're ready for this. You should be because this is your third time. So, are you ready for the top tips? Yes. Okay. So first up, the book top tip. If everyone listening to this podcast agreed to take Friday off and read a book to make their business better, which book would you recommend this time? Well, one of your um, listeners recommended me a book. Um, she reached out, Susanna, um, and she said, um, Smart Retail by Richard Hammond. Um, and I'm really enjoying it. It's um, it's one of those books with with lots of case studies. I love a book with case studies. Um, so it's it's kind of learnings from all the biggest retailers in the world, both phys physical retailers and online retailers. So that's a really good book. Excellent, love it. So um, a listener to a guest, back to the listeners again. Yeah, nice little circle there. Okay, the traffic top tip: Which marketing method do you either prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it deserves? Well. Facebook is working. I have a feeling that email is going to be the winner um, once I get this segmentation and uh, done in Clavio. I think it's going to be such a, um, a treadmill of, of customers and re-engagement. So yeah, email I think is going to be my, my winner going forward. So the tool top tip, maybe a collaboration tool, a social media plugin, a phone app, or just a way of working. Is there a cool little tool you use that makes you and your team more efficient from day to day? 
this has been on your show before, but um, I'm actually working with someone at the University of Ulster doing an MSc in data science, and we're building a little skincare recommender, and we're using Slack for all of our communication. So Slack is amazing. It does a bit of everything, you know, video comms, you know, replaces email, so and all searchable. So I'd say Slack. I knew you'd come around to Slack eventually because everyone does, it seems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, the growth top tip. If you met someone today who's focused on growing their e-commerce business from 100 orders per month to 1,000, what would be your number one tip for them? I think it's got to be Facebook, um, just just because of the, um, the the abundance of traffic. If you get in right now, you get the sooner you get into it, the the, the better it's going gonna, it's gonna to be. So start Facebook today. Nice, succinct and consistent. You've mentioned Facebook every single time, so I like a bit of consistency on the show. Well, look, Simon, thank you for your top tips. Thanks for coming back and letting us know how it's going. And um, I wish you all the best for upcoming kind of Q3, Q4, and I'm sure we'll be catching up sometime before this year is out. So um, thank you so much uh, for all of it. Before we go, would you like to let the listeners know where they can find you and UXB on the web and social media, please? Sure. So website is uxbskincare.com um, and my email address is simon at uxbskincare.com. Short, sweet, and I like it. Okay, Simon, thanks again so much for being on the podcast yet again. It's always great catching up with you. So, um, so thank you. Thank you for having me back again. And uh, yeah, I look forward to speaking to you next time. I do like catching up with Simon. It's so... He thinks so deeply about what he's doing and explains it so clearly. Plus, I love finding out how he's getting on as he progresses through every few months when we catch up. And we'll probably be hearing from him in kind of January, February time next. So you better hear how all those plans for, for those Christmas sales have gone. And if you, like Simon, are busy working on what the seasonality of your business is, and I've got a couple of tools that um, I just mentioned to Simon off air, so I thought, actually, I ought to tell you guys about them too. Well, the first one you've probably heard of, which is Google Trends, google.com forward slash trends, where you can see search trends broken down by geographic region and various other things. So simply searching for the type of products you sell and seeing the search volume and how that changes over the years, that will give you an idea of how interested your customers are in your product at any point in time. Then the other one is one which I'm always surprised more people don't know about. And I keep forgetting to mention it on the podcast, which really isn't helping either. It's one where you can see everyone else's email marketing. Yes, you can see what other people are doing in their email marketing, which is amazing if you're stuck for ideas. It's also, it's also useful if you want to know what other people in your industry are doing at a particular point in time. And that is at milled.com. So M-I-L-L-E-D.com. Lots of fascinating stuff on there. So apologies, because you're probably now going to lose an hour or so to Google Trends into milled.com, but I thought I ought to pass them on. Now, they are included in the notes from today's show, which includes the top tips and links to the other things we mentioned. And you can get that by heading to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast. There, you can also add yourself to our email list so you don't miss out on any of the other things I share to help you improve your business. If you like this episode, then why not check out our first two conversations with Simon, which is episodes 255 and 273. And thank you very much for tuning into this and every episode of the e-commerce master plan podcast. 
I bring you a new interview every week because I want to inspire and help as many e-commerce business owners as possible to succeed and thrive with their business. So please do tell the other e-commerce business owners you know, because I'd love to help them as well. I hope you have a great week. Keep optimizing. Thank you for listening to the e-commerce master plan podcast. Find out more at ecommercemasterplan.com slash podcast.